9to5.cc. We're not working. Why should you? Thanks for listening. Hello, everybody in Montreal and on the internet. Welcome back to a brand new episode of Go Plug Yourself, one of Montreal's top-rated podcasts. Um, if you enjoy Go Plug Yourself or generally the content that we put out on 9to5.cc, please, please, please tell your friends about it. It's super cool and nice when we see people telling their friends about their shows that we work so hard to produce and if you're feeling extra generous maybe drop a couple of bucks in our patreon page on patreon.com slash nine to five cc and uh also be sure to follow walter on all of his social media and find out when he's going to be performing next walter's been performing at a bunch of shows you should check him out too and in the meantime enjoy the episode with this amazing guest Go plug yourself, you plug and mother plugger. Go plug yourself, you plug and mother plugger. Go plug yourself, you plug and mother plugger. Go plug yourself, it's Walter and Keith talking on the internet. So I barely remember arranging this podcast. Yeah, it, was, it happened. Mostly because I didn't, and it was Keith. Well, yeah. yeah, but it was here. It was, it was when we were like, recording our know, last know, two weeks was, ago. Yeah. Kind of sauced by that point. I was just like, what are you guys doing here? And <laughs> Why? He said, after, he said in a friendly tone. After, I don't know, years, years? Of, of seeing you do something <laughs> what, back here. What is this thing that's yeah. happening at the back of Grumpy's? That's right. I just, you know, we this is a live and let live sort of place. It really is. You know? uh, and what we're actually doing here is we're fulfilling, we're step one of Gern's Five podcast plan of twenty five, five podcast plan exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Gern actually, honest to God, has told me that he's like he set a goal for himself to be on five podcasts this total year. Total or in this year? This year. This year or total? This year. Okay. Why would any why would he set that goal though? I don't know. It just seemed like that doesn't seem like a random fe- thing to do. It seemed like a really 2019 thing to do. Yeah, he was yes. like, you know, I'm going I to be instead of starting my own podcast, I'm just going to be on as many podcasts as possible. Yeah. And we still haven't had him on. Until yeah. now. Well, here I am. Hello. Hello. Yeah. Walter, he's doing it now, though. <laughs> uh, so if you don't, we, we already said, said your name. If you don't recognize that, I, be, I believe, in my mind, an iconic voice. Like I, oh. Because I've been drinking at Grumpy's long enough to, like, absolutely be able to pick your voice out of a crowd. <laughs> you, yes. and my, you and my grade three teacher. Did you have that voice in grade three? Oh, yeah. This is how you Whoa. sounded when you were at age eight? Yeah, like pretty much. <laughs> two, yeah. times, two times two. Four. Yeah, yeah. No, oh. like, I, 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 the entirety of my scholastic career was like I was the guy who had to sit right beside the teacher's desk. Were you a troublemaker as a kid? Was that no? Was it's that just it? be like, and this has followed me throughout my entire life. I, like the, my, my, the entirety of my being is it wasn't me. You know, he was making, he was doing it too. Right. But I just have a really resonant voice. <laughs> I, uh, it's like I couldn't say anything. Everybody says a little bit of stuff in, in class, yeah, you know? Yeah, right. Like, yeah. Hey, hey, buddy, uh, what are you, you know, you're going to the school dance this yeah, weekend. But as soon as you said anything. Yeah, I was like, hey, and it was like, Side the desk, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't call that a troublemaker. Everyone, everyone's just sort of like, like, hey, you want to 
You want to go outside? Like, want to skip next class? Whatever. Walter's like, yeah, sure, buddy. Gern's like, I would like to skip class. And you're like, whoa. Yeah, so like, exactly. <laughs> class. Gern, get up here. Yeah, so that's that's my, yeah, that's the entirety of my there life. A, there was a Saturday Night Live video. I'm, I'm amazed that we got that in the first minute of the <laughs> yeah. podcast. That's what I mean. We run a pretty tight ship here. We get a lot of juicy confessions straight out. <laughs> there was like a Saturday Night Live skit where like uh, Will Ferrell couldn't control his voice modulation. Yeah, I think so. Yes. Like, yeah. yeah, he just was yelling. What am I, do you think I want to talk about my Concealable erection. Like. <laughs> uh, where did you grow up? Like, are you? Uh, I, I also, grew do you have up, a last name? Sorry. And also, do you have a last name? Velchek. There it is. I think Vel- I do. Velchek. Yeah. Uh, I didn't use it for years because uh, uh, I started using it um, when my book came out about four year, four years ago, four or five years ago. I went back and uh, to make my grandma proud, I started oh, put, put, reusing put the, family the name. name on the book. That's right. That's yeah. It. I born in born in Ohio, Akron, Ohio, oh. in the '60s. I uh, like half of the population of Ohio. We depopulated Ohio about 1971. What happened? Uh, like the dust what do you mean by that? Just a lot of people left? Uh, yeah, like the complete, absolute collapse of industrial Midwest uh, oh, right. in the that was, 60s. There was like yeah. the housing market uh, like crisis and whatever. The well, OC except America, it was jobs. Like, well, it was jobs, but then it turned into like so. That's where the black keys are from. Because I, yeah. re- I think they're out of work too. Oh no! Oh sorry! Oh no! Oh. The black keys. I oh, thought they no. were doing so well. Oh, no. I think they're working at the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame now. Dan, Dan what's his face? Dan Auerbach. Dan Auerbach left the face? other guy. Left the other guy. <laughs> right. Just, just now they're ushers. Yeah. Now they're just ushers at the Rock and Roll Hall. I of Fame. I remember hearing a story. Or basketball Hall of Fame. Which one was that? I'm not sure. They got both, right? I think Ohio? so. You got to double up. You <laughs> yeah. know, when things get slow in the music industry. But yeah, no, there was a story that I heard about, like, American history or whatever, about people that, like, stood on a billboard to try to win a mobile home. Yeah. And it, like, it, I feel it was, like, that era and that era part of America. <laughs> because it was, like, like, yeah, it was all the industrial jobs had, like, dried up. Oh, yeah, just owning, gone. Yeah. Owning, yeah. Uh, that was Pittsburgh. on a billboard. That, yeah. that, that, was, that story was Pittsburgh, I think. Maybe. Yeah, maybe it was, like, Steel or City. Or, like, whatever. Allentown. Allentown. Allentown, it was. There it was Allentown, yeah, 100%. Yeah. Yeah, so real I think my sister lives year. there now. And they put uh, someone put it in a song, right? Referenced Allentown. Billy Joel. Stop. B- was it Billy Joel? Stop. Eric. No. Huh? Yeah, we're not gonna talk about Billy Joel. Okay. By the way, well, by unless the way. we're gonna talk about that video where he's flipping over the piano on stage in Russia. Nice. Okay, now that, now everybody that's just what Google I want. that. Actually, wait, just wait, wait, was he fucked up or was it part of the show? No, he was just like totally like pissed off. Literally, just type Billy J into Google. And it comes up. Piano Billy flip. Joel freaking out in Moscow. Nice. Or, like, or like a, a while ago. Oh, I don't know. It, did he has he done anything recently? I don't know. He seems pretty old now. He seems like beyond piano flipping years. You know. Yeah. yeah well, like, I'm wondering I, if he's his physical. I think it was a while ago. Yeah. yeah. There was he, guitars invar- involved. Ooh. Well, so, so like, is it like I mean, is it a baby grand he's flipping, or is it like a no, a like a big Rhodes. Oh. Like a stage piano, like a, like a road stage that's, piano. That's easier, yeah, I guess. Yeah. He also yeah, drank yeah. like a bottle of furniture polish once and like crashed his car into somebody's <laughs> fucking front yard. See, I hear I said, let's not talk about Billy Joel. No, here we are. It's so much fun. Yeah. And here yeah. we are talking about Billy Joel. Yeah. But anyway. Yeah, no flipping furniture polish drinking every day. One and <laughs> All right. No more. Sorry. Anyway. <laughs> you, you had that in the bank or yeah, was no, that? No, it's like a weird innate talent that I have. Okay. Anyway. <laughs> So Allentown. Matching, matching conversations to, to song lyrics. No, only one song, We Didn't Start the Fire. Okay. It's, just, it's convenient that it worked out that way. But yeah, some, uh, <laughs> some, some mobile home manufacturer or radio station or whatever entered, in, entered this contest. And they, they did one of those, like you know, like your hand on the car gimmicks where you're like. But they had to stand on a fucking billboard. But they had to stand on a billboard. That but dangerous. 
was, and also they were like, whatever, it'll be a week or two, and these guys stayed up there for months. That was like nine months or yeah, something. Yeah, like yeah. That. No. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it was like nine months. months. How were they eating? Yeah. They were they they got like food and water, and then they I think they had like a little. They ended up giving them little tents or whatever for the winter and stuff. But yeah, no. yeah, yeah. Dude. what a bad idea. Yeah, yeah. What a what an offer a fucking RV. No, but like a, one of those mobile homes, like the ones that you plant. Like, oh, oh, sorry, yeah, it was a like nice a, mobile a home. manufactured. <laughs> Yeah. Manufactured. Uh, yeah, yeah, not an RV. But I didn't know what we were talking about. But it so. became it became like a scathing, like, you know, like spotlight of a country of being like, this is how bad yeah, America is. This is like this is like heart of the country, I th- industrial, I think whatever. The and no one can get a house anymore. I think the saddest part of it was like the guy who won won the house. Yeah, and, you know, and they put the house on the plot of land or whatever. Like I don't remember if he had to build the foundation or yeah, what. Yeah, they, yeah. they put the house down and then like but it's Allentown. So like two years later, it's worth less than it was worth, yeah, you know, when it was yeah. new and the guy still just doesn't have a job. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Well I just saw like and that's I mean that was like I said, I think that was like I want like maybe like late seventies, early eighties, maybe I think something. Like mid seventies. Yeah. I don't know. But I, either way the deterioration of middle America. And then a couple weeks ago, uh, John Oliver just did a giant thing about how that, that mobile home scam that you said that it's, they're worth nothing. Yeah. Like you pay like $40,000. That's an interesting piece. And as soon as you drop it on your little concrete slab, it's worth like 15. It, yeah. Like yeah, it depreciates yeah. like a car, yes. even though it's your house. Yes. And it's it, like living in a car. Yeah, exactly. That's it. And yeah. you still have a nice like. roomy car. Yeah. And yeah. you still have all these like, like again, like. Like the Pontiac Aztec. Oh. Hello. Ooh, nice reference. Did you ever have a Pontiac Aztec? <laughs> no. No. It's the ugliest car in the entire world. What was is, the first car it? you had? Uh, 74 Ford Torino. Oh. 74 Ford Torino. Ford Torino. Is Just like, like Starsky and Hutch. But is that like in the family, in the same family as the like Grand Torino? Or? Yeah. So what like did I say? Uh, you said Ford, Ford Torino. Ford, Ford, sorry, Gr- Ford Grand, Grand Torino. Torino. It's like, like the fucking Clint Eastwood movie? Yes. Cool. No, his was like a 70, that was a 76 or something. And yours was? 74. 74. Exactly. It was a nice ride? Like Starsky and Hutch. Nice, nice. ride? Nice. No, it's a piece of crap. Did it have the Confederate flag on the top of it? No. No. Why? No. So no, that was exactly like Starsky and Hutch then. No, Starsky and Hutch. That's Dukes of Hazard, brother. Oh, yes. See. right. The Starsky and Hutch weren't That's right. racists. That's right. Right. My bad. No, I mean, were neither were the Dukes Express. Let's, let's go look. I mean, maybe they were a little I'm low. sure we they were. go back and look. They almost certainly were. So like. There's a good chance they were. Well, they had, that, they had the, the Huggy Bear was their yeah. friend. Yeah, 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 Huggy yeah, Bear yeah. was their was pimp good. friend. Yeah, yeah. But Starsky is ostensibly Jewish, no? I guess so. I guess. I mean, he's named Starsky. Anyway. Sure. <laughs> Could be now, were you born with the. Uh, is uh, your name Polish? No. No, what is it? Czech. Is it is Czech? Czech. 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 Czechoslovakia. Czech. And not Czechia. Well, but, but, well, not Czechia. No. Well, but, Czech, but like, are you from the. the are, you're from the Czech Republic? I assume your family was from Czechoslovakia, but now my it's split. So are you on like the well, Czech Republic? Well, my grandma, my like grandmother, who died 20 years ago, yeah. was quite proud of saying that. I, uh, by the time she made it back to the Czech Republic in 1983, yeah. when they let her back in, that she had lived there five countries ago. Yeah, <laughs> fair enough. I never did the math, which is probably was incorrect. Probably checks out. And nobody ever seems to. Yeah, nobody there. ever seems. It doesn't oh. check out. Oh. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I never really did the math, so I don't. I you know I can never really figure out when she actually migrated, and nobody knows. Right. Well, they're, they're like. Best my not mom, to ask too many questions. My mom's like no. My mom's like a fifties, like born 
a fifties raised, yeah, no, that, like uh, just middle American immigrant. Right. So she's just like, no, I'm an American. Exactly. Like, yeah, I would. I, I, my potato eating, my cabbage eating family. They're yeah. from, you know, here. Yeah, during yeah. like during the Red Red Scare and all that stuff. I'm sure you're yeah. just sort of like you're like, yeah, no, I'm American. Yeah, yeah like American. exactly. Oh, that's it. That's yeah. it. Now, don't, were you born? Don't don't. Was your Christian name Gern? <laughs> uh, <laughs> or short for like Gernley or? Yeah. Gern, okay. Yeah. Gern, 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 Gernley. Gernley. I think it's Gern, Gernley. We're gonna go with Gernley. Gernley. Or Gernley. We're, we're just gonna go with Gernley. All right. Yeah. When did you? When did you? Uh, how long have people? When did you adopt Gern? Like when? Sorry. How long have people? How long have people called you Gern? Uh, it was I started. It started in tr in Toronto. I started playing shows with a band called uh, the Po Folks. Okay. Uh, and the stuff I was doing was very much not me, and I didn't feel like like I adopted my persona, if you want to call it. So that. like so so like Gern was like a gimmick. You're like it's. You well, know, it, it certainly was like like absolutely. By the time I got here. And I started doing open mics at at um, the Yellow Door. Oh yeah. Okay. McGill, uh, it's a, that McGill spot there. McGill, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. It was a thing back in the day. Like there were like song, thirty the people door. like lined up for open mic, and it would go for hours. And there was like tons of rivalry and like some really interesting people like coming out of there. It was it was really neat. And yeah. I want the thing a is, is competitive I, storytelling open mic situation. Like that's what I want. Oh yeah, that's what I'm just like where it gets really mean. Yes, where everybody's getting up on stage and just being mean and awful to the other. Yeah. Yeah, it wasn't like that. There was like more. Everyone's just cutting wrestling promos yeah, yeah. at the open at the, at the open mics. Everybody's just cutting wrestling promos. That <laughs> this is where like and this is like the the genesis. Of yeah. Well, uh, the thing was is I play guitar really terribly. Okay. okay. Uh, <laughs> and and so I mostly like stood behind a guitar while I set up like a three-minute song, but took 12 minutes to set up a three-minute song. Right. And so it was more like, yeah, like it was more like like weirdly soul-unburdening, I don't know, uh, stage performance than it like was. Vic, was. It was it like a one-man stage show instead of the open mic. The, the pianist, was Victor Borga? Victor Borga. Because he did that always. Like he would start a song, stop, do the bit. Carry on with the song. Stop to a bit, and then you're like, right. Yeah, yeah, that I was. I might have stolen it from. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's I it. Might, yeah, I did. Always just Borg. 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 I think. Borg. I think. Yeah, Borg. yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, yeah, I always remember the bit too, where he's like, "People say I never finish the song, so I'm gonna just finish." Uh, some enchanted rendezvous, and he does like the sound effects and shit. Is that is that guy? No, no, no. No, that's Spike Jones. No, that's Spike Jones. Uh, also, anyway. Oh, okay. no, but there, there's the, the Victor I'm Borga. I'm not gonna bit. fight with you about but Victor, Victor Borga. Borga. Was, he was, but, it was a comedy routine. But he, it was a comedy routine. But he was also an accomplished pianist. Like he could. Sure. Yeah. But like, but so he would start the piano, get get the story, go back to the piano, and he'd well, always. To a great extent, maybe he was an accomplished pianist. Uh, I don't know how much we really saw that. I think no. I mean, apparently he's a, was a good pianist. Less. Okay. Nonetheless, maybe accomplished, maybe overextending himself. Right. But apparently, uh, he was at least a good. Pianist. I don't think he would have made it just as a pianist, yes. probably. But no, but I love his bit where he's like, people say I never finish songs, so we're just gonna we're just gonna finish up a bunch of them, and it's all like ba 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 ba, and just like ends, and he's like da na na na, and then it's like just let's puts the ending of a bunch of songs, and he's like, there we go, ten go. endings to songs that I've never finished before in my life. Perfect. Like, yeah. So you're doing that up with the guitar, though. Yeah, essentially, <laughs> essentially, and it really didn't seem like me. Like it was like somewhat androgynous, somewhat. Like it was, it was really character based. It was, like it was, it was, a, it was like a, a persona. Yeah, okay. and it just it it didn't really fit with who I was at the time. I think I am that now, but okay. I don't think it really fit with 
I so was like a weird Darren. truck driver guy. Okay. Well, it wasn't that weird. I suppose it was weird. I don't know. You know. Okay. Did you always and do those two things concurrently? Like, were you always like driving a truck and also like in bands? No, stuff? like I, I had the whole career driving truck all through like the second half of the '80s and most of the '90s, and then I just got out of it because. Because like I, I found that out about you like long after I met you that mm. like, you were also a truck driver. Yeah. At some point, I, I was gonna get around to this. No, no, my this interests me greatly. My my, my wife, uh, well, the woman who became my wife, she just very swiftly, like a couple of years into us hanging out, I think got tired of me driving truck because yeah. I would just come home angry every day, and it took me like an hour and a half to complain about my 11-hour day, and. Uh, and she just sort of put it in the sense of, well, you know, like, what do you want to do? And I was like, well, I think I want to do, like, a lot more music. And she's like, well, so the next job that comes up, you know, like, the next opportunity that comes up, you have to weigh that is how is that going to help you play more music? Yeah. And so another job came up driving truck, and I took it because it was less hours, which meant I could play more music. And yeah. I did that for, like, a year, and it was a terrible job and uh and then a um a uh the job of uh of uh, brewer's assistant came up at brutopia oh. and she's like so how's that going to help you with music and i was like well it's going to put me in a bar it's going to put me around a bunch of musicians yeah you know and bunch uh of little stages and stuff around whatever. Yeah. yeah and so I, I i sort of sidestepped my way out of the trucking industry back around 97 or 98 i think um were you doing like long haul shit or like really or what? It was always uh, it was always like two years of long haul, and then I go. The thing I hate about truck driving is long haul, and then I do two years of working, like doing city work. And I thing I hate about trucking <laughs> yeah. is city work, you know. And yeah. I just I bounced back and forth for like almost fifteen years, uh, doing a bunch of different stuff. I did see a lot of everything like east of the Mississippi and a lot of Quebec and Ontario. Um, this is, is this stuff you've written about in your book? Like, I, I, I touch on it. Okay. No, my book's more about music, seeing, music the, seeing everything else, yeah. which was touring with a band. Yeah, exactly, like, that's it. I actually did more miles as a musician yeah. probably. Oh, I certainly saw a lot more countries and I saw a lot more places. Yeah. I saw a lot more good stuff, like as <laughs> than boring interstates. On yeah, end. wow. <laughs> yeah, yeah, well, I, it, it, well, the interstates are fine because the scenery is okay, but you know, you just see like when you stop, you're at a dock. Yeah, you know, like uh, I remember when I moved to Montreal. I was moving to Montreal, and I was asking my roommates in Toronto. They were sitting around having coffee one Sunday, uh, Sunday afternoon. You know. Mm -hmm. Where were you guys? I just wanted to get out of Toronto. I was living in Toronto, and I hated it. Driving truck. I was going crazy. Yeah. And uh, I was like, hey, where would you guys, if you guys could live anywhere, where would you live? Because I got U.S. citizenship because right. I was born in the States and, you know, been living in Canada, lived in Canada since 1971. Um, and I ask, you know, I ask around the table, oh, you know, I don't know. I thought about Ottawa. My brother who was there, he was like, well, I, you know, I went to school in Halifax. He's like, I want to live in Dartmouth. Oh, Which geez. I later find out is like kind of a weird thing to say. Yeah, it's yeah, not the best. Yeah, I was like, I mean, Halifax is right there, and it's yeah, exactly, way better. Yeah. 
Yeah, which, <laughs> I don't know, but he was, at that point. He <laughs> yeah, still exactly. has a bit of a commitment to it. You know, like this is like 30 years later almost. Uh, he's still like, like a Laval you know. of fucking Halifax. C- almost. Like, yeah, yeah. like I, yeah, almost. Yeah. But I think, but people who are from Dartmouth have a weird pride in it. Well, anytime you can take a boat to like work. I guess. You know, that's pretty cool. But a lot of people do that in New York. And people, I think, like, a lot of people take the ferry. (laughs) Yeah, I guess the people who live on, like, Staten Island Yeah, exactly. That's it. And and they're not... They're not no, bragging about that's it. That's not cool. <laughs> <laughs> Liberty City or yeah, exactly. something like, like that. Yeah, exactly. Like, I got to take yeah, yeah. a boat to get to Manhattan because yeah, yeah. I live in Staten. Like, I suppose. Yeah. Yeah, okay. So Dartmouth. No, that's Yeah, no. screw it. Uh, and one of my roommates, he was like, oh, Montreal. And I was like, what do you mean Montreal? He's like, oh, Montreal is the most beautiful city in North America. I was like, dude, I'm a truck driver. I've been to Montreal like 40 times. Yeah. Like, Montreal is not attractive. Yeah, like what are you talking and he's about? Like, and he's you like, are you crazy? <laughs> like, and I'm like, no, like it's gross. Have you, you been know? to Tashro? Yeah, like you know, <laughs> like you know, like at that point, Marche Central or Boucherville or yeah, yeah, yeah. the Expressway, you know, the Met, the Metropolitan or whatever. You sit, you know, at the corner, you know, at the the circle at yeah, Decarie yeah, yeah, yeah. and the Met. Yeah. My God, like <laughs> yeah, oh yeah, it's beautiful, all right, you know. And then I came here couple of months later on vacation and literally I got I was on Lacombe Avenue okay in like Cotonage not exactly arguably the most attractive part of Montreal no, right. but I, right. I, I was two blocks off the Decary I pulled over lit a cigarette I was yeah. on my motorcycle pulled over lit a cigarette sat there smoked a cigarette and went before I had finished the cigarette I was like I am moving to Montreal nice. the most beautiful city on earth and that was Cotonage <laughs> yeah no know? seriously like, like I've never heard crap. anybody like falling in love by- with Falling in love with the city via Cotonage. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. But that was you know. when, that circle when? Yeah. That's Sorry, around, that was 90, when. that was probably 92. I think I moved here officially, like, like the story is I came here on vacation, never went home, but yeah, truthfully, I think 93 is when I actually moved here. I think I've met oh. a lot of people at Grumpy's who, you know, who are here on a never-ending vacation. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, you, you will at Grumpy's. Grumpy's, yeah. we're weird that way. Like, There's a lot of, like, I'd say 80% of our regular clientele, like, even more in, in a lot of cases, mm. are are just not, they're not born and bred. Yeah. I, you know, I, they're all from away. And then I surprise people sometimes because, like, like, where are you from? I'm like, I'm, like, I'm, not, I'm from here. And, and then, and then I, and I'm other not people, that surprised. Well, and, and but like I don't, I don't know. Neither does Keith, but Keith grew up off island. Yeah, I like. I feel like I like. I don't have like the, the typical like Montreal like non-French, non-English accent. You know. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. People are like, first of all, that's th- true. People are surprised that I don't have a French accent. Yeah. Like, oh, but your English is so good. It's like yeah. I'm like because I'm a native Anglophone. Yeah, yeah. There yeah. are <laughs> a few of them here, but and I also grew up like an RDP, which is like certain okay. like there's like fucking a shit ton of Italians. <coughs> And I somehow escaped having like a pseudo, like weird Montreal yeah. East North. Like, do you think you're like your your um, your like your parents being in the education system? If you were to sort of like probably me, yeah. If you're like me, I and they're like Walter. Oh, yeah, my dad would have slapped it out of my mouth. Yeah, you don't yeah, start yeah. sentences with me, I. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, like, yeah. that is really the tell. Yeah, <laughs> like, that is yeah. You know, Andrew. Uh, you yeah. know. <laughs> yeah, so yeah. like yeah, th- like I find like it's. My my wife Sarah doesn't have. No, she is Italian as fuck. But like, but 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 but, 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 but she, but she doesn't with. have that Italian accent. But her speech patterns are super yeah, the, Italian. Yeah, the patterns and the inflections and like. Yeah, 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 yeah. exactly. She she doesn't have the. 
the, the accent that like the weird that weird like North American Italian accent that's not actually an Italian accent. Yep. It just kind of exists. She yep. doesn't have that, but she does have the me I. She does say the A's on the end she of the She goes word. up at the end of sentences a yeah, lot. Yeah, too. yeah. Like, yeah, like yeah. when she's mad when she's mad, I'm Keith. Yeah. And I'm like, where did yeah, that come yeah, from? Yeah, I was yeah, like, yeah. where's that extra syllable in my yeah. name? Like now you know you're in trouble. <laughs> exactly. That's right. But yeah, that's like, so you've been here since the early nineties then. That's interesting. Yeah. Yeah, no, uh Montreal is uh like the true attraction for me was like, I ended up in this like big, beautiful city, and it, like this is coming out of Toronto, which is a big, not beautiful city. <laughs> uh, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna Toronto bash here, but it yeah, is yeah. not like no, aesthetically. You know, if you see something nice in Toronto, like you've got your hands up, like in a blocker position, <laughs> like you know, there, like yeah, yeah. what a beautiful building, but. You know, there's crap on either side of it. Like, yeah, yeah. like you, you really like when it comes to like a beautiful urban cityscape. Yeah, it's, like it's almost non-existent it's, there it's in any. Though. There's a lot of it. I always, yeah, I, there's a lot of it. I always find like, and this is the thing I'm. Every time I visit Toronto, the thing that always sticks out the most and like just bugs me is that, like, nothing is close. You're always seem to Nothing's be like close. you always seem to be 45 yeah. minutes away. Oh yeah, about, like, from everything. You're like we're at one bar and we're like, oh, you want to go to this place for dinner? Sure. Where is it? Like, oh, it's not too far. Oh, yeah, yeah, Turns yeah. out 45 minutes. Especially when you stay at Reese's parents' place in fucking Mississauga. Well, <laughs> yeah, but that's in Mississauga. But I'm like, even in town. Yeah. Oh yeah. Like yeah, I was yeah. like, like whereas I find like Montreal, the rule is kind of like you can get most places within about half an hour. Yeah. Like if you're like in the downtown, NDG, Cotonage, Milan, Plateau. But it's so small compared to Toronto. I get it, but it, but it like. What's well, the whole reason the the old downtown scene exists at all is just because, you know, you're an NDG and you know he's on the plateau. Hey, let's meet here because it's a half an hour for exactly. both. Yeah, 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 yeah exactly. That's like, it. Whereas in Toronto, everything is just so yeah. far away. Like, and most people I live. And there's a lot more people. And there is a lot more people, but I'm saying yeah. most people I know who live in Toronto, like, rarely leave their neighborhood. Well, I, and and. I, I would add to that by saying, like, like the saddest part about living in Toronto is that almost nobody lives where they want to. Yeah. Whereas yeah, in Montreal, if you're living, if you don't like your apartment, no, you just ship off. You know, right? and you don't like the neighborhood you're living in. Hey, that's off. on you. Yeah. You know, <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. like you can, if you've lived here for more than four years, like, you got hookups. Yeah, you, you can know, you're, you can you're gonna find something. Like, I know it's gotten obscenely unaffordable in the last couple of years but I, I, um, I got hookups i got hookups yeah I got you, know, like, <laughs> like, I, you know everybody Admitted, still yeah. lives even though it's gotten like really unaffordable everybody still kind of lives where you know you want to live in san Rui because it's hip go live in san Rui. you know yeah, yeah. yeah. you want to live in ndg like go ahead you, you might know, not like, be able to buy but like you could rent yeah and that's the other thing it's like i i live upstairs for my in-laws in Those a, sweet in a, connections. A, yeah. Hookups. From where? Sorry. I li- uh, in, on like on Mayfair in NDG. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, and it's like, and I live upstairs from my, and like, cause like I've run into like at the Provigo there and yep. a couple times, yep. and like, and I you know, ride once. Did you? I did. I picked up in my in my minivan. Cool. Yeah, I, I kind of cool. remember that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's cool. But yeah, like yeah, and we had to, we get like a sweetheart deal because it's like the in laws are downstairs. Right. And we got a kid and everything now, right. so we're like, but like, fuck. It's like a full like thing, and it's like it's 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 like a full like upstairs residence, right? Right. And 
and then but my father-in-law's got to point out like almost constantly he's like yeah you know we got a real good deal on this place back in the 70s and uh yeah. it's like a duplex right it's like a two yeah, yeah. Un two units essentially yep. and he's like really great deal and uh nobody wanted duplexes back then so uh we got and now it's like any any house they probably like paid like any house in ndg dollars for it yeah, or yeah any like house that, in ndg know. is insanity yeah, yeah. 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 well that, that was like when we when when the wife and i started like house hunting to be homeowners right we were in the point where we were like in the point we ended up moving to the point was like the only way we could have afforded ndg was to get like a real like fixer upper kind of yeah. place and we were just like both like uh do you want to like buy a place and then be in like a four to five year like renovation schedule to get it to be the place you want yeah, or that's where i'm at now or can do you want to move into a place like a building that's been up for about five or six years like that's that was the condo we bought like yeah. assuming the foundation isn't going to destroy itself after five are years in, are you still in ndg right now yeah yeah i did we did 20 years uh down the hill uh saint Rie and yep. and little burgundy uh the last 13 in little burgundy um and that's because we bought in the 90s because uh, i saw that well i saw the way it was going like definitely yeah, yeah. like i saw how the what what was going with the city like i said i got here in the early 90s and the city was empty and i yeah. for the life of me couldn't figure out why like yeah i heard the argument i heard that uh, uncertain political well, yeah, but anyway, that was the 90s there was, uh, whatever i i not to say i mean like the reality was in the 90s during the referendum it was bad around 95 but, but it's it, gotten better exactly since, that's it, and it's but never like, gotten but, worse but businesses were moving out and yeah. stuff like, yeah, like we did like, lose like, some was, shit it was happening and we lost people yeah Lost yeah, people? I know, but I, I still have them? the book to write about, like how that's all crap because it was just it was when they opened the seaway, all the jobs like those jobs were gone. Yeah, they yeah, weren't they, gone because they weren't gone because of no, yeah, a bunch political. Of the yeah, there was political instability because every head office for that had been here and it yeah. had been moved moved to Toronto. Yeah, a bunch of the blue know? collar jobs absolutely yeah. disappeared. Because yeah, yeah, yeah. of the seaway, but then a bunch Which of like then created political instability. Exactly. But I'm, you know, I'm not saying that didn't happen or anything. But, uh, but we were talking about uh, NDG, and I guess gonna, yeah, because we're going to talk about that. Walter needs more to drink. I yeah, 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 we're definitely Walter's yeah. going to grab more to drink. But I'm like, also, you mentioned NDG, which I guess is the show is called Go Plug Yourself, mm. and I mean, you do have a, a an event, a thing. Oh Some, yeah, something that you do in NDG that I think is pretty unique in the city. Right. That you could plug. Yeah. Uh, yes. Is that, is that true? <laughs> yes. Right. It's totally true. Wow. I uh, got in a couple of things. NDG based, even. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so for anybody who uh, doesn't live in Notre Dame de Grasse, it's the west end of Montreal. Yeah. It's a neighborhood in the west end of Montreal. Vendome Metro. Vendome Metro. Uh, they do every year for the last. And I meant to look this up. I think this is the fifth year, I think, uh, that they're doing a thing called Porch Fest right. or Balcon Fete. Mm -hmm. um, and it's a couple of girls who were going to school in Boston. There are a couple of NDG kids who were going to school, I think, in Boston. Okay. And uh, they did this in Boston, yeah. which was this festival that was happened on people's front porches sort yeah. of independently. And they when they when they moved back here after school they they were like well NDG is the best place in the world for this because pretty can much you, can you think of a house in NDG that isn't on like you know Sherbrooke or whatever but yeah. you know that doesn't have doesn't a front have porch a port. yeah exactly like, it's like you have like like NDG like 
architecture, especially, especially on the like between Sherbrooke and Demazenev, sure. which is I think the main bread and butter of Porchfest. Yeah. Like every single place has a porch, like the full width of the building. Yeah. Basically, which is it, not something. It is, it is literally a stage waiting to happen. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's yeah, it. Yeah. Like you're, and even if you're, even like Walter's, Walter's place up on Mayfair, he's on the second floor, right. but still has that like, yeah. even on the second floor, a deck or or balcony, I guess, that full length. It's it's what I've always appreciated about Montreal yeah. and the, the Montreal architecture is yeah. their their necessity for balconies. <laughs> you know, it's like no, we we have balconies. Yeah, everybody. It's has very li livable. Yeah, exactly. That's it. Like I mean, and, and you don't you. I don't think I've lived in a. I lived in one place. I think that did not have about at least a balcony yep. off it, and that, that's like having like lived in like maybe like ten, ten or so apartments. Yep. More yep. or less, and one of them did not have a balcony, and it was a place right on Sherbrooke Street, which is right. like, that's how you could kind of end up with that. Is yeah, off yeah, of Main yeah. Street, maybe you don't have a balcony. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. So, yeah so, porches. So, uh, so they have this event uh, where basically they just, they, they organize, you sign up with them, and they, and they just organize this festival. Right. Have a porch fest? Yeah. yeah. Uh, where bands just set up on their porch. And cool. then they play. It is cool. And That's the organization of it is, is they, they, they just sort of, they, they, they put up a website and a map and a schedule, and they schedule everybody so you're not stepping on each other's toes and right. stuff. Um, and do, 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 like, is there like a preset of like, you're like, I have a porch that could be a stage, and you let them know? Well, you see, here's what happened is, is okay. year one, they, uh, they, they said, hey, this is what we're going to do. And like, 180 bands signed up in three days. Like, they just went like, ah! Like, they just went nuts. Uh, uh, and they just, like, they had to, like, shut down. They had to shut down uh, yeah. signing up because there was, they were just like, oh, my God. Yeah. Like, we knew this would be a good fit for NDG, but, like, you know, it's like 100 and, 100 and something yeah, bands. Yeah, yeah, like, nuts. just right away. And, um, and so the first year or two... They were like, oh, if you have a porch, let us know and we'll, you know, we'll match a band that doesn't have a porch up, right. you know, or if you're, you know, not from Montreal, we'll try to match you up with a porch and stuff like this. And then, like, the response was so huge. They're just like, no. Yeah. For the most part, you got to have your, you got to have yeah, a porch your own figured porch, out. Yeah. It doesn't have to be yours, but you have to have it figured out. Yeah, you exactly. Have, you know, it's like, buddy. That's like, a, that's like, it turns into a fucking logistical nightmare for you. Yeah, that like, sounds. Yeah. And and so the idea is is that this is like it's like a festival without a festival like right I uh, you know it's it's my house it's my porch it's my liability right. you know I uh, if I screw up and play death metal <laughs> I don't know why that would cause a problem but I'm not going to play death metal no but I'm like uh, but no but, it, but it, you I, know, I played a bunch it. of inappropriate music and there was a riot or something yeah. like that you know like. That's on me, uh, you know. But they they do their best at Porch Fest to, to. Yeah, no, but I mean, I think that also makes sense. Like, if someone like blew, well, when is it this blew year? a power sorry, circuit yeah, or whatever, like, like, you know what I'm saying? If someone like plugged in and their amps blew the power in someone's house, yeah, it's my problem. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> or my my power in my house fries somebody's amp. Yeah, exactly. From some You're, band. That, that's on you, not Porch yeah, Fest. Yeah, that's yeah. What's, what's <laughs> what, so it's, it's kind of cool that way because then there's like no cost to it. Right. It's a pass the hat event. Uh, they raise money for like a revolving number of Charity, charities yeah. this year. When, when's it's, it happening this year? When? Yeah. This Saturday. So, oh, is that okay? Uh, so this is coming up. We're talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, this is the plug part. 
Yeah, this is oh, the bug okay, part. Because no. your porch is doing a thing. Yep. Yeah. Where's your porch at? Uh, 2309 Oxford Street, which oh. is uh, you actually just gave out your full address. Sherbrooke. Okay. Uh, well, I mean, people will know his address when he's there on Saturday playing music. That'll be me. On his porch. <laughs> is he just, are you doing that solo or with people or what? No, I'm doing it with uh, the, the the newest band I've got, uh, the Velchecks. Yeah. Did uh, so you name the band after your family? Yeah. I just kind of went with it. I thought it had like a weird... Like a Ramones kind yeah. of thing? Is that what's on your button <laughs> you know? right here? The Velchecks? Is it? Yeah, that's, that's us. Is that some merch? Yeah. And what's the spelling on that? V-L-C-H-E-K. So you om omitted a vowel. No. No, that's how no, it's... No, I, I don't think it even had the... When my grandma got to the States, I don't even think it had the E in it. It was always spelled V-L? Yeah. No so shit. Volchek. I've never seen that. Yeah, yeah. And uh, But it's misspelled all through... It's a, it's a pretty big name in the States. I don't mean... Prestigiously, I just mean there's a I, lot I of Belichick's mistakes. Who's the famous like pop culture figure? You're thinking of Bill Belichick. A, a, no, you're thinking no. Valchek uh, from uh, The Wire. That's it. That, yes. Belichick. Uh, yes. Belichick. Yeah, the prick he's the, he's cop the, from the yeah, South Side or whatever. He's the captain yeah. or like the police captain from yeah. like yeah, Belichick. Yeah. Yeah, 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 that's it. Thank you, Gern. Uh, <laughs> and, and the point the I was making was of knowledge. he would have been like Valchek, like you know. Everybody's sort of run with the name in many different I can, directions. I can always, well, they always, they, 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 my wife's family has that all over the place because they're family of immigrants and all that. Where you're just right. sort of like, you you see those, like, they talk about it. You have, like, a boat coming over from Europe. And there's, like, one guy, and one of your ancestors said, like, Valchek. And a guy probably was like, I could ask him to spell it, but there's, like, a thousand people in line. Yeah. Just wing it. And here's yeah, yeah. your papers. It's <laughs> you fine. Know, like, yeah, no, no, you know. <laughs> you're like, so you're just going to get a million different yeah. spellings and whatever. Yeah, like. and they, they either ran with it or they changed it or they anglicized it or they, yeah, you know, yeah. like uh, whatever their whatever their reasons. But, yeah, like Val Valchek is like the one is how you would hear it pronounced the most. My grandmother would have said Volchek. Volchek. Volchek, yeah. Volchek. Now, yeah. Now, how many – on that, how many bands do you think you've like been a part of all said over the years? Like probably five – Five or six, but I was hoping for like thirty, forty. No, I, I, I was a late bloomer. Like I did everything. He was late. Like I, yeah, yeah. Like I didn't start playing guitar till I was, you know, seventeen or eighteen. And even at that, like, didn't really play guitar until my mid twenties. And then my first band was when I was like twenty nine or thirty. Um, and then the first band that really kind of got serious and what would have made me at least consider myself a musician that wasn't until like I was 31 or 32. Which band was know? that? Uh, the United Steelworkers okay. Montreal. So that, that was, so I was like, yeah. I wasn't going to jump and say it was United Steelworkers, but the no. first time I was like, yeah. oh, Gern's in a band. Like, yeah. it was the United Steelworkers. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, 2003 through like a little past 2011, I think. Um, and I think so that's when I started to know you, actually. It was around then. Yeah, 2011. Yeah. When did you start at Grumpy's? I was trying to figure. Like probably around then. Yeah. Like 2003. So were, the Steelworkers. Sorry, the Steelworkers were probably about 2001. I think. All right. When we started. Yeah. And I started here about 2003. Yeah. Because yeah. because yeah. I was started drinking here around 2001. 2000 2001 when I was right. in Sajep. Yeah. Where where, where where did the Steelworkers name come from? <laughs> uh, I had a bunch of different ideas of what I wanted to call the band. It was a, it was a six piece band. Um, so, 
And then, you know, they, that was just when larger bands started to become a thing. Like, yeah. Uh, like larger, we were like a folk band. Yeah. And for a folk band to be, you know, six piece was kind of weird back then. Yeah. And we were trying to be, you know, sort of socialist about it. So yeah. we had a lot of, you know, it was all sort of collective decision making and right. stuff. And we were sitting around the, the big green table behind our jam space, you know, trying to figure out a name for the band. And, and Sean, uh, Sean Moore, Sean by Moore, who was our, our original banjo mandolin player, he was like, no, I hate that name. I wanted to call it the, uh, the, con- or the, the Congregates. And, uh, it's not bad. Because uh, I always like the names, you know, okay. the, you know. Yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, he's like, I hate that name. I, uh, I always thought it would be really good to either call ourselves, like if I was going to be in a band, I, you know, we, sh- we would call ourselves the, what was it, the Thinking Man's Union 101 or thir- okay. Thinking Man's Local 101. Yeah, yeah. says, but I think one of my buddies is using that back in Newfoundland. says, so we should probably use the United Steelworkers of Montreal. And I was like, all right, done. I'm good. Nice. Like, I got a bit of a leaning towards communist sort of bent to me, not yeah, even yeah. leaning, I'm just straight up a communist. So I was like, okay, but you guys know, you know, like a bunch of unions are going to like want us to do stuff and we're going to have to really like, you know, like socialist groups are going to approach us to do stuff. And they're like, ah, yeah, it'll be fine. And <laughs> so we went with United Steelworkers of Montreal and, and it proceeded to, like they did. We got, we, we got a lot of our success from, from, uh, you know, different political groups and different, wow. you know, like they, unions they, they, and they, stuff they like that. Did they to book events or whatever? Like, Sorry? Did they ever book you to events? Like, yeah, I think our first big, our first really intimidating show, which turned out to actually not be a big deal, uh, was we played, um, we played May Day in Cops Coliseum. Okay. Oh, okay. I think we played 20 gigs, Yeah, you was know, it, and it had all been bars and stuff. And then we got to play, and then they were like, we're having a May Day rally at Cops Coliseum in Hamilton. Do you want to play it? And we're like, what? Did, you know, I, did, I, I remember hearing about Cops Coliseum from, like, fucking, like, Doc Hendricks in the late 90s talking about wrestling shows. Hamilton, like, man, it's a big Cops it's a, Coliseum, yeah. Hamilton. Oh, yeah. Uh, now, was, like, was it just the name of the band that you think was getting the message out there? No. As, or well, was it, 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 like, really did, it really did end up tailoring a lot, like, because of that. Like, it was me, me and Sean Beauchamp. Or Gus, uh, we were like the two chief songwriters. There was other, there was other songs that made their way in from other members of the band, but so the lyrics was, and stuff all had like a socialist kind of slant and like. yeah, and and it did seem to like, like, uh, that's always my stuff that I'm writing about. I'm always writing about how shit works and yeah, yeah, yeah. like sort of like a weird everything, like you know, even songs about drunks usually has some sort of social consciousness. Yeah. yeah. Thing to it, not to put it on any kind of like higher plane yeah, or anything, yeah, yeah. but like kind of is. You're just writing what you know. Right? And you just said you're into socialism. And I, and, and, and I think through like our connections in a lot of the places that we started playing, a lot of the attention we got from from that side of things, it started informing a bit like of the stuff Gus is writing about. So yeah, he yeah. ended up writing more work anthems in, than me and. And he would never, he wouldn't consider himself a communist or anything right. like that. Uh, but, you know, he wrote a song called Union Man, you know, which was literally like a Bruce Springsteen, you know, <laughs> arm, in, well, yeah. you know, fist in the air, 
fist in the air, you, you know, union anthem. That's what I was always uh, going to say. Like, I remember from, from the United Steelworkers show is I, I wouldn't necessarily have gotten a communist vibe, but, like, absolutely, like, a worker union, yeah. like, yeah. socialist kind of, like, yeah. wouldn't necessarily. Well, I was the only communist, so yeah, you know, that's exactly, why. That's you, know? Something like, <laughs> like, you don't necessarily need to be, like, communist to get into a union, right. you know? <laughs> like, yeah, no. Yeah. Uh, and there, no, there's not that many communists in unions. Yeah, exactly, that's know? it. Like, uh, it's, unions are this weird thing where it's, like, this, like, a people's, like, conglomerate that supports capitalism, but it's, like, protecting mm. people within it. Like, with the way unions work in business, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. they're still pushing forward a capitalist agenda, but you're like, in our little, we're going to, like, protect our crew in this capitalist world. Yeah. Like, unions are very, well, like... Well, the idea, the idea was it's pulling everybody up, but right. of which it did. But at the same you time, know. it's also still how to, I think, how to, how to pull everybody up and still function in capitalism is sort mm. of why unions, I think, kind of got big in America, mm. was yeah. how do we, like... Okay, so capitalism is the way we're working here. Yeah. How do we as individuals survive in this? Right. And then you end up with unions kind of as like a little... Well, I, th I think the part you're missing there, uh, which was like the original intent and something that still is actually mm. pretty prevalent, is, 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 is just the organizational aspect of that. Yeah. Like, 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 like the, point of, the point of unions is to organize people. Yeah, now, exactly. if you're talking about a specific group of people, well, yes, they're organizing within a shop, Yeah. Uh, and it can seem like a closed environment, but you're talking about keeping people in an environment, yeah, politicized, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, and, and, and thinking collectively together, yeah. Yeah. you know, like for their own good, to not be split, to not, I'm going to pay you nine, and I'm going to pay him 11, and I'm going to pay that guy with the stick, 19, you know, like, that's what that, that's, yeah, no, that was the point to that. I, now, I, absolutely, but I, I, I in know. the world, it's going to manife manifest itself the way it manifests itself, and it's going to be robbed, and it's going to be co-opted, and, oh, you without, know. Without a doubt, I just always, like, um, like, I, I work in the rail industry, which has, like, one of the, like, oldest and strongest unions in Canada, yep. kind of, kind of going on behind it, and I always thought that it was just, like, a weird, almost, like I said, like, um, it was a weird, like, miniature, like, socialist backlash to capitalism, which yep. was the company is absolutely going to try to screw us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. we need to figure a way to maybe retain our jobs and yeah. whatever, yeah. understanding that we're probably not going to overthrow the actual company. Like, I, just, I thought yeah, it was yeah. just kind of like an interesting yeah. thing that sort of happened. Was yeah. Like, no, like, like, yeah, let's get together. Let's get organized. Let's not get screwed over. But at the same time... You're still like there's unions were still like a part of the capitalist sure. thing, but it's like a socialist cog right. in a capitalist wheel. It's yeah. weird. Like, oh, but I've the manifestation of it would absolutely be, you know, greater wages for the entirety. Exactly. You know, uh, the expectation of healthcare, the expectation of yeah, exactly. You know, that's it. But it was just like of welfare in general. You know. But yeah, but I always thought it was interesting that you're like you're not necessarily overthrowing the company. You no. just want equality and fairness you yeah. know what i mean it was like an interesting i think like backlash thing that happened sure which was not necessarily like you know what you can st you can be a millionaire sitting at the top of this company but you need to pay us all fair wages you know no. like like I've, i don't know it's, i've always it's thought it was pretty fascinating like as a <laughs> as a historical i think, it, I think in, you know best of in, in, in a situation where it's not going away shortly yeah, you know, making the best of it. Do. You're just like, well, it's not making the best of it. Holding the feet to the fire, not 
not allowing division. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's you know, it's being collective. It's Walter, uh, you're gonna, you should become a comedy union leader. A comedy union leader? Yeah. No, brother. Mandatory wage, mandatory minimum wages for mic time. No, I, I no. 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 <laughs> no you don't want to organize a bag of cats yeah, or a box yeah, of cats. You know? Yeah, yeah. yeah exactly. I feel like if if. And this is from an outsider looking in. I don't want to. I don't. I, I don't enjoy my fellow man enough to. Uh, I also. I'm not going to say this. Uh, this is my opinion. This is Keith speaking, not Walter. I feel that if you tried to unionize like comedians, you'd have scabs in like day one. Uh, day one. <laughs> like like day one, someone's like ah. absolute worst. Yeah, I took I took the gig that we weren't yeah, supposed no, to take. Yeah, no, it would be awful. It would no, be awful. <laughs> like you would, you would. You'd set the union up and you'd, you'd scab on <laughs> yeah, day one. Yeah, like it's just like that's just how it works. But there are know. okay. There there are no. There is no union now, and there are still scabs. <laughs> like you understand? We right. can all agree that this promoter is right. garbage, right? Yeah, we're not going to work from ah. You look at the next lineup. I've been part of fucking shows. This city <laughs> that I was involved in the like the producing of, right? And that, and then like, oh, a fucking year later, it, there's like, oh, now these guys are doing a show there, but whereas we were doing a show at this place and the guy was giving us money up front yeah. to put on a fucking show there, yeah. these guys are totally chill yeah. with just doing it for nothing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. That's a scab. That's Don't work scabbing. for free. I'm gonna no, work that's for free. That's actual scabbing. Yeah, and like, and like, and I, and and I sound like a crazy asshole. Yeah. Like, oh. Fucking ten years, ten years in Walter, like yep. here goes Walter, like all yeah, this yeah. crazy shit about fucking scabbing. I used to think Mike Patterson was crazy when he talked about scabbing. Yeah, and and I'm like, no, it's true. You're like, yeah. don't you're work just for free. Fucking other people. You're devaluing out of money. the entire craft. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like. yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> Fest this weekend, Saturday. Yeah. On Oxford. Yeah. I mean, it's everywhere, but yes. on Oxford is your porch. Yeah. The I'm mean, gonna Velchex. The Velchecks. Velchecks, nailed it. The Velchecks. Uh, do you have like Five o'clock. Johnny, Joey, Tommy, and Gern Velchek. There it is. Uh, Randall Anderson. <laughs> uh, Velchek. Randall Anderson Velchek. Yep. Uh, angry Mike Velchek. Velchek. Yeah. yeah. And what, I mean, are, you, are you still, I have not heard the Velchecks. Is it still like a, your, a folk vibe? Uh, we went, I went electric. Okay. Uh I, I wanted to experiment with the three piece. Okay. Like with you know like the stripped down rock and roll three piece. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And what? So oh, that's, like, that's almost a punk band, rock like. Kinda yeah, yeah, yeah like yeah. like I think sound like punk rock but it's like just that. What, bare what we're trying sound. to do with it is, I I've been writing a lot of uh, old time country songs. Okay. Because I host, for those not in the know, I've been working at Grumpy's Bar for sixteen years. Um, one of the nights I put together was our Thursday night old time, uh, old time in bluegrass country jam. Right. It's like a circle jam. Was that and Monday originally? Uh, it was originally Monday. Yeah, Moonshine yeah, on like Mondays. Now it's Moonshine on Thursday. Bluegrass yeah, now it's really, yeah. on Thursdays. Because it got yeah. big. Like, yeah. That's, that's what I remember. As I was like, yes. it used to be too big for Mondays. Right. Well, this is where I got my band members from. Uh, and they came out of there. And I've been, over the last couple of years, been trying to write a lot of stuff that has been influenced by that jam and specifically with the idea that stuff that I could play there but then we want to take out and put to like a rock format Okay. and I'm trying to see if we come up with I haven't decided whether we're going to come up with like country you know or rock or you know 
so all country so like, or like, something uh, like that. Like I haven't country. really decided what all it country. is yet. All country. My vote is for all country. Well, like I said, I just I don't know the well, like we're, we're just doing it, and I'm, I'm not saying, really sure. If my opinion matters. All country. Okay. I'm thinking you should go all. Country. Well, I, I mean, or maybe like just from that process. Yeah. You're like you're you're taking like bluegrass jams, stripping it down to a three piece, and like putting in an electric kind yeah, of vibe. Like, like drums, bass, guitar. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's it. So technically, it's all the same beats, and technically, it's all the same. You know, ideas, but but like literally, like trying to take the same song structure and try to figure out how right. to make that work within. Cool. Is within it a big drum piece. kit, or are you like a stripped down drum kit also? Stripped down drum kit. Okay. Um, Punk and, and the cool part is, Punk is like, grass. yeah, rock grass, rock grass no, rocks. I don't know. I've gotten <laughs> trouble in the past of like trying to reinvent gen- like names for genres, but you know, like. What the fuck day is it? Why is this place so full yeah, it's today? it's jumping. We're here on yeah, Grumpy's. We're recording live as we always do at Grumpy's. And yeah, if the listener like hears a lot, a lot of incredibly it. super successful Grumpy's yeah. bar, yeah, 1242 Bishop Street, boom, just We're below St. Catherine. AKA, AKA the only structure in Montreal that will not burn down. That's right. <laughs> Try as they and might. Let you, and, and, let, and let you guys record. And let us record. Yeah. And let us record, more importantly. That's Absolutely. Right. How but tall are you, Ram? Oh, uh, fuck, Gern. <laughs> Taller than Ram, I can tell you that. Oh, taller let's, than Ram. Let's cut tape on that. Cut. Let's do a take. Nope. No, no, you can Go. keep it. How tall are you, Gern? 6'2". 6'2"? Six two. Six two? I think I might be shorter now, though. I've always thought you were bigger than that. No, I'm just like 6'2". Like, I think I was working with Garth for about five years before I realized he was five inches taller than me. <laughs> you know? uh, Garth is one of the other bartenders yeah, yeah, yeah. here. I work with him on Thursdays. Yeah, it was like, I think it was like one night I was standing behind the bar and one of the customers was ordering from Garth, and we were standing beside each other, and the guy was, like, looking up. And I realized he was looking up, and then when he talked to me, he looked down, like, like down some, <laughs> you know? And I was like, oh, shit, oh, Garth has actually got, you know, like... I think Garth kind of hides his height, though. Like. Yeah. 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 He sure. hides it with a su- being, by being soft-spoken. Because like, I'll be honest, I spent, like, five minutes during the podcast just looking at your fucking hands. Like, holy shit. I do shit, have hands. Wanna, look at that. Look oh, at that. Wow. Look at that. And I, I think your hands are bigger than mine. And like, yeah, my, yeah. Check oh, yeah, we have a yeah, but like, holy crap. Like, Walter and I have the same Is that, is that from, like, like, years of like working Wait with your hands? Wait a second. Did you st- are you asking if his hands got big from work? I'm asking you know there's if bones. hands got bigger. No, no, no. There's like, bones stare, in hands, I used to buddy. scare my family. Here, you know that there's bones that go in your hands to your fingertips. But no, but did your hands get bigger? Do you think it was from, like, no? No. No. Like they're probably getting smaller. When did you hit six two? Like when it went like when six, grade three, grade three. Six we talked two. About it. I was in grade seven. I was Whoa. six foot two. Wow, size thirteen feet. Yeah, you know? dude. Awkward. I like. Well, I did ha- you ever work as like a bouncer or anything? Or no, never hated that. But but I was just gonna say though. I would. I'm off- like terrible bouncer. But you were like an unspoken bouncer. I feel not not that you ever did or behaved like a bouncer. Right. There were times at Grumpy's where people yeah, were like exactly. getting rowdy and you were just sort of like like settle it down or whatever. In not even yeah. any in not in any kind of even an aggressive way. And no. People would be like, "Oh." Yeah. Just cuz a 62 dude from behind the bar was like, "Calm your shit." Well, but that's good and bad, right? Cuz I uh, when you have size on your side, it's also an yeah, escalation tool. People trying tool. to fight you, yeah. Right. Like so it's an ex- escalation tool. So as soon as you come out from behind the bar, Boom! Everything just went up ten percent. I never knew you. As soon as you're three inches taller than the guy, everything went up ten percent. As soon as you lay a hand on the guy, everything went up sixty percent. You know, like you're heading for it. So it's something. Well, it's I've not an asset. No. But at the same, yeah. I don't know. I've, I've well, I guess it is an asset. Like but I've I always felt, like I said, I've never known you to I mean, necessarily you know, you know come out from behind the bar. Five eight. Or <laughs> I yeah. use lighting better. 
Yeah. Like lighting <laughs> is far more effective. Like I, I like many shot. times you get some dude come in, and it's easy if you catch him coming in the front door. Yeah. And you notice, you know, they got that wobble. Yeah. yeah. You know. Uh, yeah, and you're like, no, sorry, man, can't serve you, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, why not? And I was like, well, you're hammered, you know? And you're like, so? And it's like, well, that just means you spent all your money someplace else. Yeah. You know, and now I get your trouble. Yeah. You know? And, you know, and then they'll back up and they'll be like, no way, man. I'm, fr- uh, you know, you got to serve me. Like, you know, your bar's open. You got to serve me, man. I'm like, no, the greatest, no freaking like- way. I'm leaving. And I just, I lean back, turn the music off. I turn all the lights up, like I put the ugly lights on in the bar, and I say, ladies and gentlemen, service at the bar has stopped until this gentleman leaves. <laughs> and he's like, yeah, I don't care. And it's like, you know, he can feel the eyes burning into the back. Like, as he's, like, eyeing me, yeah. he can just feel, like, the 40 other sets of eyes in the bar just, like, you know, it's like, no. Did like, you everything that? in this bar is stopped. Sorry? Did you develop that trick? Or? Yeah, I, yeah. I don't think, that's, I don't remember good. anybody ever showing me that that's one. That's a great technique. I used it a bunch of times. That's great. And, oh, uh, like, but like I said, but that's specific. That's like buddy coming in yeah. drunk already. There's a big difference between not giving somebody something and taking something and away off, from yeah, yeah, somebody. Yeah. And the cutting the off, that is a harder one to do. One of my you know? favorite Grumpy's memories, which I mean, another, like, taller kind of bartenders Evan was I was hanging out here one time I was like I was in between contracts so I was like I spent a lot of time down here like working on writing and stuff empty bar I think it was F1 weekend a bunch of dudes like spilled into grumpies and we're like we're drinking here and there's shots and whatever and Evan was just sort of like listen guys like this is not the bar you want yeah this is not like you're like what do you mean you have alcohol back there we sat and he's like this is not the vibe you guys want yeah there's better times for you up on Crescent, whatever. Yeah. He's like, you guys can do a round Go of there, shots. Yeah. yeah. And then and then you just love you. And then keep moving. I'd love to yeah, sell exactly. you forty five dollars worth of alcohol. Yeah, but he's like second, he's like this no loud, rowdy crew yeah. of F one goers. You're gonna you're gonna find out now. This yeah, isn't this where is you this is yeah. like just being yeah, straight yeah. up with you guys. Yeah, yeah. You don't want to be here. Have your shots. Keep yeah. moving. You're gonna find better we don't places. Hate we don't hate you. Yeah, you're exactly. not a jerk. You're gonna find places where you're gonna have more fun yeah, yeah. than being the rowdy bunch of dudes. Yeah. F1 no. weekend at Grumpy's. Are we going to move it to five questions soon? Uh, uh, you... Wait, wait, but whoa, whoa, whoa. if I'm plugging myself, Keep I'm actually in the middle of writing a book about all of this. So. Grumpy's? Uh, not, not specifically Grumpy's, but about bars. Okay. Bars and bar stories. It's you, can call it, you, you, you can call it like... I wanted a trucking story before. I was going to ask you about a trucking story. I, I was going to wait for trucking. For, for a second podcast? You know, <laughs> oh, I mean, uh, oh, I, I meant book-wise. Oh, okay. I'm not sure when the trucking stories are going to come out in a book, but I yeah. don't know. Yeah. I just wanted a, a good quick one here, but what was the, let's let's hear the grumpy story. I was, I was going to say, I was going to, like, just if I could throw it out there, what, I'm trying to think of the other book, where you could just be like, like, pour bottles, open beers, stay put. You know, <laughs> like just something. Nah, I, <laughs> like, I already got the bomb on it. Uh, it's okay. called Behind Bars. Oh, yeah. It's. Uh, I'm not sure what the tagline. The tag. It needs a tagline. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. Otherwise, people will think it's a book about prison. I know it's a hack reference, but like it's, you got like a whole sort of sort of like like the archetypal kind of like Bukowski thing going on with like you know like this this like the sort of like quasi blue collar 
kind of background with like the writing stuff and the bar sure. stuff. But you're not, I guess, you're not like as raging and alcoholic as as Bukowski. No, I got I got like, old too fast. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, like I started I started late. Like I didn't start bartending until I like in almost my 30s and. Yeah, and now I... I don't think Bukowski can ever bartend. I'm banging back a vodka soda right now. Cause <laughs> Is like, it a single or a double? spring. It's a double. Oh, that's See? my drink. See, it's got a lime it's a and a lemon special. in it. You got a, that's a double vodka soda and a pint glass? That's my drink. No vodka. No vodka. Oh. I'm, I'm it's, look, I'm old. Virgin vodka soda. I'm old. I've been behind the bar long enough that... I now have like crippling arthritis, oh, thus geez. the cane. That's from bar work. Well, I think it was going to happen, but I don't think bar work really. A lot of time on your feet. Really where's, it, where's it bad for you? The knees help. or the hip or what? Uh, anything on your feet, and and then standing on top of concrete. I know I'll say that I have, I there's a skim of plywood on top of that. Yeah, but yeah. Basement bars does not help. I haven't yeah. seen you with the. Uh, this is the first time I see you with the cane. And uh, my normal. Is that a long time? Midweek. Midweek, like, yeah. yeah. Like I worked last night. But what are you? What are you trying to take weight off of, though? Like my hip. Your hip. My right? hip's done. Yeah. My hip, my lower back. Do you, do you see? Do you see like a replacement in the future at any point? Or I keep asking them, and they're like, "Yeah, when you know, when it you goes, can't work." Yeah, like when it something. goes, and that's like, always well, the why answer. Why do I need a like, hip when I can't work? You know. Yeah, like, you know, shit. Why do I have to carts. wait for it to break before I can fix it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's kind of weird. So, so um, so new book. New book. You're working on a new book. It's going someplace, though. New book. Okay. Uh, new, book. new book. <laughs> well, there's the first book, Turn Right, Turn Left, Repeat. Yeah. Life on the Road for Canadian Indie Band, which is about my years of touring with the United States Workers of Montreal. Yeah. It's available on Amazon as we speak or from uh, the publisher uh, Insomniac Press. There you go. Wow. Uh, <laughs> sorry, that didn't roll off the tongue. Um and then my second book, I think I'm releasing on Instagram. Oh, what? Uh, coming up this fall as part of a multimedia crazy project. Um, and so the third one, which will be Behind Bars, I think I will be finishing up this summer. Okay. Is that, is uh, that like a collection of short stories, novels? It's a, yeah, it's, it's, a, it's, it's bar stories. Right. Yeah. It, it, they're not true. They're not, but not they could true. Be, but they could be. They they're not true, be. but they're not not true. They yeah. are the stories that get bandied around here. Like not always specifically me, but, like, this is the story on that. And we all react to these things as though they're they're the truth. Sure. Like, even if we, even if you're like, nah, that's not true. Yeah, it's like but friend, then of you're friend, like, friend of a friend. Then you're stuff. like, yeah, no, but he told it. You know, like, you act. For the with that person for the rest of your life, like that happened. Yeah, yeah. You know, like, remember that time, and you're not. like, yeah, dude, that's how yeah. that went down. Yeah, and it also gets me off with the lawyers. So I'm <laughs> like, no, hey, dude, I, you know, defamation. No, what? it's just a good story. What's statute know? of limitations? That's right. You know, um, yeah, yeah. In some cases, uh, so, <laughs> so Saturday we could see you. What time you say? Uh, all day. Five o'clock. Five o'clock. Five o'clock on but, Oxford. But come early because it's going on all over the neighborhood. It's popping off. And what uh, else? Would you have any other shows coming up? Or uh, Folk Fest. Folk Fest. Yeah, of course. Uh, on the canal. Uh, June. Damn. June. June. I'll it's in it. June. <laughs> Mid-June. Yeah. I, I wanna, I, I, I'm going to give the wrong date, but we're Is doing still the, Friday, the Friday and the Saturday uh, at Folk Fest. Folks, folks are like canal. Is that what's his name still running that? What's his name there? Matt Large. Matt Large. Matt yeah, Large. he's still Hello doing it. Darling Productions. Yeah, yeah, and from uh, Notre Dame de Grasse. There. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Notre Dame de Grasse. What's good. that? Not Notre Dame de Grasse. Notre. 
Notre Dame de Grasse. Yeah, Notre Dame de Grasse. Oh, de Grasse. It's the blue grass and yeah. not a weed reference, which I think it's a double reference, but anyway. <laughs> Whatever, man. We don't I know, they're not the highest guys I know. I guess and, not. I guess you know. that's the part of fuck's like, I'm not saying they, they're, no I'm not saying they're not at all. But they, they're, yeah, but it's like they're not, it's they're not, not their a, thing. Yeah, they're not like yeah. personified or anything. I know, but like it's just like their name is Notre Dame de Grasse. Yes. Yeah. It's after the NDG. <laughs> you know? Which I don't think any of them live there, but but it was a somebody had to use the name. Yeah. Like Cultural. they had to and they're like they are the best bluegrass band in town and wow. they're amazing. And Matt has been like a motherfucker to this scene yeah. like over the last twenty some odd years. He, like, but yeah, like uh, his work on the folk fest, we I you know, I was there I was I, I was there for a full day last 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 year. And just was like, yeah, like it really is very Montreal spiritual. Like it is, he does a really nice job. Yeah, it's if you're gonna check that mixing, out, of mixing the local scene with the national acts, with you know, with international acts and stuff like that. Yeah, you ever go check out Folk Fest? Hmm? You ever go check out Folk Fest? Yeah, it's been there once. Like, it's nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, yeah, yeah. It's a chill event. Yeah, and yep. Matt, Matt's a good guy. Yeah. Yep. I uh, can't wait to play that. That's pretty big. Cool. That that was big. We got a lot of practicing to do. We got to bring it. Bring it. Like, you know, not that we're not bringing it to Balcon Fest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, but. Balcon. It's Balcon. Balcon Fest. Balcon Fest. Sorry. Yeah. You should get comedy up on your balcony, man. No. Next it's going to ruin the whole thing. It's, it's a very nice thing. I don't want to fuck it up with comedy. Yeah, but it's your porch. No, what you, you should have done is get like 40. Like 40. You should have organized like 40 comedians. And to run get like up. a day long no, open mic? Yeah. No, and just, no, just get, no, gotten up and, and just like. Had them do ten minute intros, like on forty different stages. Yeah. You know, well, let's talk about next it for next year. year. Next year, I think that would be because I can make that happen like in a second. Yeah, yeah. like it's just like a. Pre, <laughs> I know forty comedians. I know forty comedians. <laughs> like yeah, no, just like like a pre like ten minutes before they That'd be start. That would be great. Like a warm up. You know, warm up. Yeah. Like a warm up. Because it's yeah. it. It'd be like, every comic would say yes. It'd be great. Oh, 100 yeah. <laughs> like, no, percent. Twenty like, years now, I've been like I I've been doing my best to mix the communities, uh, and get folks. Like get emceeing to be a far bigger thing than it is, yeah. right. and it, it really did seem to bubble. And I'm not really sure where it's at now. Like I remember, like Peter Radomski, yeah, we started getting him to do our shows and stuff like that, and it started to become like a thing. And he started actually like doing it with other bands and things like that. And it, you know, and it was a thing that was coming on. And I and I like that. Like I like the marriage of especially like you know of, of comedy. I think about the couple times I've walked around Porch Fest. There's always that period. Where there's like a crowd of people in someone's front yard and nothing's going on. Yeah, and, and it's you, like, hey, you buddy, if you, you know, had you, a guy, you go just riff on people on the sidewalk. Yeah, you if know? you had a guy working 10, 15 minutes, everyone would get into it, and then you're like, and yeah. now the band is ready. And here's the band. Yeah, nice. yeah, exactly. You know, too that late. sounds great. Next year, five yeah. questions. I mean, Five obviously, questions. it's too late. It's two too days late. away. It's actually not. I can still get it organized, right? <laughs> for Saturday, what is it? Tuesday, brother, day? brother. Tuesday, day. you want guys for Saturday? I'll make it happen. I'll make it up. I, I'll do it myself. Uh, I got questions. a nice porch, actually. I got a double porch because it's a duplex. Yeah, we, we I don't know if I mentioned right, that. Yeah, yeah. yeah, anyway. Walter, you want to introduce the bit? You want to yeah, so it's five bit? questions. Three questions are the same every week. Okay. Fourth question is last week's guest asking you the question. Right. Got fifth, that. Fifth question is your question for next week's guest. Okay. All right. What, what do you want first? Question we're one. we do the first three question questions. One. Question one. Which is aliens. Uh, aliens robots. Robots or, or fire. fire. Aliens, robots, or fire? Question mark. Question well, aliens mark. scare the crap out of me. Okay. 
Like the cosmos is difficult enough to deal with. Oh, wow. You know, like that we're on the planet spinning around and shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, hurtling through Think space. Think about that too long and you're you know, getting a while. Yeah, meteorites and shit. Like, that's enough. The fact that, like, there's freaking Klingons out there. Uh-uh, bud. You know, like, it's just too much to think about. I'm not saying they don't happen, but I'm not down. Okay. Okay, aliens, Fair. robots. Or fire. We're already there. Like, go drive a Prius someday, you know? Like, right. I'm like, man, whatever. It'll catch technology. Fire. Technology happens. I don't care. Uh, fire. Yeah. Yeah. Burn shit down. Yeah. Fair. Good answer. You know, it's Fair. time. Complete. Yeah. Complete answer. Good from answer. Uh, number question number two. What is your earliest? Oh, sorry. Memory? Was I supposed to pick one of those? You did it. You, you did. Okay. You picked right. fire. You picked. I know. I mean, maybe. I picked fire. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I picked fire. Process of elimination. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You want fire? Shit down, bud. I what? thought your answer was going to be aliens, but only because you weren't down with them, which would have been an interesting take on that question. Yeah, but then you went with fire. Still happy with a plus. it. A plus. My answer is aliens. I think they should aliens. make a remake of Aliens, the movie. A yeah. Of the aliens, not Alien. At the yeah, sure. There you go. Just part two. Yeah. Interesting. <laughs> what, what's your face? Can play uh, the Sigourney Weaver. Anyway, question number two. Charlize Theron. Yeah, there it is. Weaver. There. It would be, no, it'd be fine. Yeah, yeah it'd actually, be absolutely yeah. fine. Right. Uh, <laughs> what's your earliest memory? Uh, Nixon leaving the White House. Whoa. Oh yeah. yeah. Actually, that's yeah. cool. It's it's a toss up because I I've mixed these up. It's like there's three. And I and I and I'm over the years. The the older you get, you guys are gonna hit this where you like this gets mixed up. Right. But Nixon leaving the White House, like okay. watching that on TV, or uh, them pulling the the troops off the the top of the embassy in in Nam. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, or the other one was riding around on my. Uh, uh, riding around on, on the driveway on my tricycle, right. trying to pick up this rock, <laughs> uh, this big red rock that looks like looked like a dragon's tooth or something. It's okay. like sharp and falling off the tricycle and going, <laughs> and it's now just people on the radio can't see the big hole in my forehead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, the big hole in my forehead. Oh, is, you just busted up your head, eh? Yeah, I got yeah. one of those. How I got, the, I got the dent up here. Or? Uh, apparently, yeah. Uh, well, they, they had, like, Band-Aids on it, but I was, like, I don't know, like, they, three. Yeah, they probably oh, just butterfied in the band -Aids And I just kept picking the scab yeah. off, and, and it drove my mom crazy. It took, like, a year to heal. Oh, man. And she's like, you're going to have that on your head forever. And she was totally she was right. right yeah. That and, like, get into computers was, oh. like, the two things. Getting you know? what? I told you, don't pick the scab on your forehead. Now look at it. No, you should have got into computers. You know, it's like. The two, the two, shit, the two man, things yeah, yeah. Grandma said. Yeah. Don't get Mom. into trucking, Mom. Mom. Don't get into trucking. Get into computers. My my grandmother would have said that, but it would have been in check, and I don't even think my mom understood that. Oh. So, Walter, your yeah. favorite question? Oh, tell us about a time you fucked up. Could be a big fuck big, up. Could big, be a little, little fuck up. Just what's matter. Pop could have been like just forgetting uh, to lock the door to your apartment. Could have been. Uh, Calling a girl by the wrong name. Could have been uh, violating the statute of limitations. Yeah. Uh, no, I think my big fuck up was I lived on St. Ferdinand in uh, St. Henri. Sure. Okay. Uh, back in the 90s. And uh, the building I lived in, really kind of fallen apart place, okay. terrible landlords. Uh, well, they were nice landlords. They just weren't good landlords. They were okay people. They just good, weren't good, good, good landlords. Good dudes, not good landowners. Yes. Um, but, uh, yeah, I, I definitely consider that to be 
a mistake. I lived there and a year and a half after I moved out. That building sold for $46,000, and it was a sixplex. Wow. And what? I didn't buy it. You should have just bought what? the place. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A sixplex Because it must have been borderline condemned at that point. Uh, it, it, it was something a like. A sixplex sold for 46 Gs. Yeah. It was probably 90s. condemned. It was yeah. probably a for sale or yeah. something. What the fuck? Yeah. 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 What the fuck? Even that, though, like, you can tear you it down. It. And, like, and all my fuck ups are like real estate. Like, I almost bought. You know where KGB is? Yeah, yeah. Bernard and uh, Saint Laurent. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The, the, that the, that the building. Defunct KGB. Yeah. Yeah. Defunct KGB. Uh, we ended up buying a building down the down the hill here on the corner of Vinay and Lino Gru. Yeah. It was a, an old tavern, the Swift Tavern, and we bought that and put our offices down there. Yeah. But at the time, it was a toss-up between the KGB building and that one, and we took that one because it was $142,000, and we passed up the building, the KGB building. For 180, wow! And we didn't buy that building, which would now be worth what about 1.6 million dollars yeah, or some ridiculous across thing? the street from Ubisoft and all that. Like, yeah, yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. and literally like a place that housed like a, a perfectly functional, profitable cafe for yeah. you know the like the 20 consecutive years. I'd say that was a that was a screw up on my part. Yeah, yeah. Like it's interesting. Yeah. It's not where I thought these uh, this would go. This really? Oh no, everything else is like. I guess when you're starting, I have like a crazy Kramer sort of life. If you condensed all of the things, sure, but, but like, these, uh, but these uh, are uh, weird that you went with just like a series of real estate mistakes. But I get it though, because yeah. those little mistakes could have like sure. you could have been like set for life. I had a dude in here last night, like at ten to three, who said he played guitar. Uh, he played rhythm guitar on the breakout album of. Uh, of um, Arcade Fire. Okay. That, oh, yeah. That's and they asked possible. him to go on tour. Like, he's on one track, and they asked him to go on the European tour. Yeah. He's yeah. like, no, no, no. I'm going go to I'm gonna go back to school. Yeah, 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 And he went back to school. I had that guy in my bar. That's a fuck up. Yeah, yeah. yeah I got up, and I hugged him. He was, like, a great big dude. And I just, I got him, and I gave him a big hug. And I was there's, like, there's that, there's that can't a, be easy to get over. There's a handful of people like that. Like, there was. Oh, uh, yeah. There was a, a show. I want to say it was at, like, Casa del Popolo or whatever, where when went crazy and, like, fired half the band. Okay. Because they weren't, like, pulling their weight. And, like, I knew some dudes who knew those dudes, and they were right. like, yeah, we weren't, and now we're idiots. Like, yeah. like they, they were like, we were not taking it seriously. We yeah, were all yeah. in two or three bands. Yeah. Wynn was like, we can do this. And they were like, yeah. I don't know if I can fully commit and whatever. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then he's like, all right, you guys out, yeah. new guys in. We're yeah. Like, they were already Arcade Fire. But yeah, like, yeah. And then they just like went to the straight to the top. They're like, like six Whoa. months later. Yeah, you're like we really six months we later, really should have you know? quit those other yeah. bands and given our all to yeah, like yeah, Arcade yeah. Fire. How do you know though? Huh? How do you know? How though, do you know what? That you think oh, no, how you things don't. are gonna turn out. You don't at the time, but it's exactly. still gonna stick with you. How do you know? How do you no, know? No, it's still it hurt like a motherfucker it's, though. It's exactly <laughs> like probably at the time they were like, man, I don't need this. I have two other bands. And yeah, then you're yeah, like, yeah. Oh, You no. know what? I just realized, Keith, is I never remember the last question, the question from last week. It's true. I never remember what. I never remember the last guest's question for you. So question last, four. last episode. But Keith writes it down, so it's I okay. I did. That's why I have but my phone But I open. never, right. ever remember it. And I think it's because you drink the I'm whole usually show. at some kind of level yeah. of inebriation. I smoke a joint before the show. Yep. I smoke a joint before the show happens. And then I have at least two drinks on top of that. Right. I rarely so remember either. By the time, yeah, so Keith writes it down. But, like, Keith, he's going to tell me this question right now. Right. And it's going to be, like, the first time I've ever heard this question. I have, I have a question of who was our last guest. Do you remember that? It was like five last guys. Yeah, exactly. I was gonna say I literally Scott wrote I literally wrote a question from a bunch of comments. So what was the what was the question? So uh, we had Vance Michelle, Scott Andrew Carter, 
Sean Stenhouse. Yeah. I think were the main a lot people. Of comics. Sarag was around. It was a comic circle. Uh, without any context, who is your favorite doctor? <laughs> favorite doctor. Yeah. Oh, wow. This, this, were we talking about like Doctor Huxtable and shit? Or? They just there's it's and there, we decided there was a lot of ways you could take it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> like, doctor feel good? No, no uh, way. Yeah, yeah. Could have like, no, no, been your favorite no. Doctor Who. Uh, no, I hate Doctor Who. Oh. Could uh, be your favorite personal doctor. You I mean, like Doctor Who? Who? I yeah. hate Doctor Who. Okay, it's cool. Yeah, it's <laughs> repetitive. <laughs> It's very like repetitive. I was it was like 500 episodes. Yeah, I was. Ex uh, like fictional doctor, real doctor. It's actually 100 episodes because it's only BBC season, so okay. there's like five episodes. A but yeah, with no context, who is your favorite doctor? Whoa. <laughs> uh, <laughs> doctor, only because it's like neutral, like Doctor Jane Medicine Woman or something. Oh, Doctor Quinn. Doctor Quinn. Doctor Quinn. Medicine Woman. Jane? Played by Jane Seymour. Jane Se Oh, okay, that's where I got there that. There it from. is. Yeah, right. never seen the show. Oh, really? Yeah, I but feel like. But your answer is Doctor Quinn. Medicine I, there, Woman. Yeah, there's just Perfect. like I Ooh, just don't. I just don't get along with doctors so much. Have you ever known well, someone in your life with a doctor? Sorry. Well, the, wait, you know what? It doesn't even have to be like medical doctors. Have you ever? Doctor you know, Dre. Like, Dr. Dre, perhaps. Yeah, not a big Dre fan. Uh, there it is. Dr. J from basketball. Dr. John. Yeah, I don't know. Hate that, like, you know, Dr. John would be like the only, you know, the only, like, because like I hate Dr. Hook. Okay. You uh, hate Dr. Hook? I fucking hate Dr. Hook. Really? Wow. Oh, it's fucking 70s bullshit. Uh, <laughs> Dr. Teeth? I don't know. Uh, Dr. Teeth from the, the Electric Mayhem? Yeah, in the Electric Mayhem, yeah. maybe. He was pretty cool, but he was like ripping off. Doc John. Yeah. So I'm going to go with Dr. Dr. John. Dr. John. Wait, 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 wait. Who, do you, who are you saying Dr. Teeth rips off? Dr. John. Doc, do, Dr. John. A little bit, yeah. Yeah, like no, that. They're, they're no, but that's where the, that's where the, that's the character. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, they're all, they're bad, all bad, people. Bad. Yeah. Is that? They're all based on so, dudes. Yeah. Like Animal is supposed to be like a Keith Moon kind of yeah. situation. Hate Dr. Hook, eh? Oh, fuck yeah. What about what about Shel Silverstein? What about Michelle Silverstein? No, Shel, so not Michelle. The author? Shel Silverstein, the author. Like that rolls like a bunch of their shit. Like. Where the side yeah, I don't know. I don't right. know. Don't know any. No, it's like, uh, is he a doctor? Maybe. How'd we what, get the, there? what? What is it that you don't <laughs> like about Doctor Hook? Like, is it like? Oh, seventies uh, songs. No, seventies, like, dude. Like, I have a five-year, I have a five-year ability to appreciate music. Yeah. I'm fifty-three. I, I have had so to live with, like. Music of, like, from the 70s. Classic rock 70s. Shit, like yeah. just being recycled yeah. for, for 40 years. 40 yeah. freaking years. Like, yeah. you know, it, like the Beatles, dude. Like, <laughs> you know, if, if I saw Paul McCartney tomorrow, I just like, like if he was holding a check with a million dollars in my name, like, here, Gert, here's a million. All I would still punch him. I was going to say, all, like, you, I can't do all it, you need to like, do for this one you. check is not slap me yeah. in the face. And you're yeah. like, mm. I'm going to do it. Like, I just, I can't do it. And it's just, be, like, and that's the way I, like, I, I, I'm not nostalgic. I'm, I'm rarely nostalgic, and I'm rarely, and I'm almost never nostalgic about music. There is little bits and pieces that get me, but. The fucked up part is I love 70s music, and I always say that, like, I, I kind of, I always felt like, I, like, I feel like a fish out of water. And that, like, I was born, like, a couple mm. decades too late. And how much I would yeah, have loved. Yeah, you were not. The 70s I, were a terrible era. I know. I, and, but I think, though, like, and, and hearing this from you yeah. kind of makes me reevaluate that. No, part. Like, like, you got two <laughs> things. The 70s was a terrible era. And, and, and two. For what? I w 
everything. Everything. Yeah. He, he like just said there was like everybody world. lost their job. That's true. Yeah, yeah. And then uh, you got to V8's, have the eighties. And V eight had hundred and five horsepower. Like, come on, you know, yeah, like yeah, yeah. it was a terrible era. You had and to, then you had to I'm work like hard eleven to make, yeah. and just discovering my body, you know, eh. Where's you know, Port? Like, Where's I, Port and Walter? I'm eight inches taller than everybody else. Nowhere. You know, Did you buy room. beer earlier? No, because no. I still like still I had like, like a kid. Yeah, had it, a it, it, it never. I never got. I, I've never had a benefit from being <laughs> taller. Big. How old were you when you moved from the states to Canada? Uh, like five, four. Oh shit! Okay. And he was already five. he was already five, five, five. five yeah. at and you that were point? already five eight. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like it, I, I never got any benefit out of being. There's nothing wrong with being tall. I'm yeah. just saying, like there was never like a a moment. Yeah, you know, like I didn't look like a. Well, I was tall, but I didn't look like a full-grown man when I was 15. Yeah. Or, right. You know, like the guy who beat the crap out of me in grade eight because. Where'd you go to high school? Like, where were you living when you went to high school? Coburn, uh, Ontario. What's that? Coburn, Coburn Ontario. Coburn. Yeah. Named Holland after Town. Bruce Coburn, right? Uh, no, that's Colburn. Uh, I see. Uh, this is Coburn. <laughs> Colburn's just up the street. Bruce Colburn. They didn't really work that out. Yeah. Bruce Coburn's just up the street. I see. Yeah, in <laughs> Toronto, I think. Yeah. All right. Well, this has been fun. Gary. What Thank question? You for doing what this. question do you want to ask our next guest? We, have, uh, yeah, we, we need one oh, question. Uh, and we have no idea who the guest will be. Strat or Telly? What? Whoa! Whoa! Yeah. whoa. I didn't even miss. I didn't even catch it. What was that? Strat or Telecaster? Like? Oh. No, don't you not know? Strat or Telly? Strat or Telly? They gotta, no they context. Gotta though, yeah, they just so gotta they figure that out. <laughs> Just got to figure that shit out. This is why I never remember the questions. Yeah. Do you want, you want to go to Because I would just straight, be like, yeah, sure, that sounds fine. On a straight guitar question to a note with someone who might not play guitar? Yeah. We have, like, musicians account for about one out of every five episodes. Stratter Yeah, no, it's, that's cool. Okay. <laughs> I, want, I want them to, like, decide. I, wanna, I, wanna I have no idea what a telly, and I predict they're just going to say telly. And we're just going to go, come on, come on. Stratter Come on, Stratter Telly. Stratter Telly. Stratter Telly. The faster you say it, the less, because you're like, because maybe you'd get a Stratocaster, like, yeah. like maybe you could, even yeah. if you're not into music, I think you might know a Strat as a, like, but yeah. I don't know you would say Telly for Telecaster. That's right. Like, that's right. That's the thing. If you say it fast, yep. Stratocelli. What? Right. I said Stratocelli. That's right. There you go. That's right. I'm, I'm down with it. I'm going to add and why. Great. Per- and I had to put up the part no, where. No, 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 no why. Like, I couldn't no, remember. After they commit, be like, why did you say that? Yeah, all right. Well, I, I, Only I would, after they commit. Yeah, I, was they commit. On the, I was on the damn spot of, like, trying to remember my cousin who's a doctor, <laughs> and, uh, which I, oh, I shit, you totally could get hosed by the family. You could have just said Dr. Velchek. No, I I don't have a cousin who's. But uh, I, don't, I don't think I have any relative, living relatives that went to past high school. Oh, so, wow. Yeah. Uh Earn pleasure. Hence your hatred <laughs> for doctors. Yeah, exactly. that's right. Yeah. <laughs> ah, you upper class. Uh, exactly. That's just, like, we, 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 we just said like communist union man. Hates uh, doctors. Like hates, hates doctors. doctors. <laughs> Stay out of my business. Love socialized medicine. Socialized Not a big medicine. fan of doctors. Yeah. Well, it's a weird stance. Because you, they should, they shouldn't get paid more. They should be paid like the rest of us. Exactly. Exactly. Well, thank you yep. for doing this, though. Check out Porch Fest. Lots Check of out fun. Folk Fest. Check Grab, out buy my book. Buy your book. Buy my freaking book. Where can your book be bought? Amazon. Amazon. Have you contacted? Oh, I used to work for Amazon slash Uh, I still do kind of. Have uh, you uh, tried to get your book uh, on Audible? Do like an audio version? Yeah, my my publisher was like not down. Ah, fuck that. Because he's a publisher. It would be a joy to listen to your book. Have you read the book? Do it yourself. I was gonna. I, there, the, the new one I'm considering doing. I'm, I've been. I've been considering actually uh, uh, filming it. You know, oh, I still know like some people at Audible. Like film. Oh yeah. Yeah, kind of. Oh, well, I'll see what I can do. Yeah. I. I have well, some the, the, mics. I'm pretty Check sure the new book is not going to be. Is it, well, I think the new book's gonna be self-published. All right. Which would then I can do whatever the hell I want. Yeah. I so. was gonna say I. I 
I I have a nice some nice mics that you could just sit up and with a little pop screen and just get comfortable and sit there and read your own book. I read like crap, but I could do it. Five minutes. Yeah, I think yeah. I could do it. That's yeah, it. You know. Make your own little MP3, sell it, whatever. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, Supports Fest this Saturday, five o'clock. Come to Oxford Street. Yeah. See Gern perform on, in his own house. That's right. Come to Folk Fest. Buy your books. And I guess come to Grumpy's and if Gern's there, tip extra big. Tip like really big. Yeah, tip yeah, really yeah. big. Yeah. Uh, tip like there's no tomorrow. Gern yeah. is Gern has only ever ever been nice and cordial to me. And, and no reason. And there's no reason for that. Nope. And 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 and, 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 and Gern has seen me in some spots in my life. I have. Gern has told me about some shit like a week after it happened that I don't remember. Yeah. I've walked out on a couple tabs on Gern. You have. Yeah. We're square right now. But he's though. here. That's but actually, he's here. Yeah. I think we've been square for like six months. I easy. think so. <laughs> like, that's easy. a new record. <laughs> was another, I think it was new Garth. Record. Another one of my favorite favorite uh, Grumpy's <laughs> memories was I like walked in was like, I'll have a beer. And Garth was like, that'll be like $53. And I was like, what? Yeah. And he's like, there's a yeah, piece yeah. of paper with your name on it with yeah, a bunch yeah, of drinks. And I was yeah, like, whoops. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah. oh, now. Eh, we've all been there. Yeah. yeah. You know, we've all been <laughs> exactly. there. Like thank I said, I just haven't been that been there with Walter in six months. It's been know. good. It's been a good run. It's not bad. Right. Yeah. Uh, thank you, Thanks, Garth. Thanks, That was amazing. Love you guys. Awesome. Cheers, buddy. Thanks again for listening. Go plug yourself. As always, a big thank you to Leland Beckman and Oral Turpitude for providing all of the original music for the show. We mentioned at the beginning of the show that we'd love for you to tell your friends about the show, and honestly, that's all you really need to do. But if you're feeling particularly generous, you can support the show financially and 9to5.cc in general by going to patreon.com slash 9to5cc. You can get early access to every episode of Go Plug Yourself and other perks too. Finally, if you or someone you know has a project they'd like to plug on the show, reach out to us and let us know. You can find us on Facebook by searching 9to5cc, and we're 9to5cc on Twitter also. If everything works out, you could be the next person to sit down with Walter and I and talk about horror movies or wrestling. And I mean, also the thing that you're trying to plug. 9to5.cc. Podcasts, blogs, and comics. Made in Montreal since 2011.